Good morning, everybody. I apologize for the late start here. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. Morning Coffee with Vince Taglivia. With a late start, I am so sorry. Technical difficulties. I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry about that. And uh, well, we're going to just uh, carry on and move on forward here with Coffee. This is a show where we talk about the news and events of the day in the morning time to start things off. You have your coffee, I have my coffee, and then we move on, get our things done, watch other shows throughout the day if that's what you're into. Uh, Josh will be live tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time with the Daily Dose, so t- tune into that, and we'll catch up then as well. So welcome, everybody. Hope you're all doing well. It's November 15th, 2023. It's 9 a.m. Time is ticking by, but we're going to get into things here. I wanted to make a change. Usually we start with finance. And I thought, why do I start with finance? Well, to get it out of the way, right? But but why? I mean, unless there's anything really crazy, we don't need to talk about finance, right? I mean, or we could save it for the end or save it for later. Something I'd rather talk about is health. So we're going to start we're going to start with health. That's what I think. And I thought of this yesterday, so I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about that little change. I think it's good um, to start with health because I think health is like the main priority for me and hopefully for a lot of you as well. Um, so we're going to start with there. Hey, Alex, thank you for the donation. Uh, a cookie. Evening, Vince. Evening, Alex. Good to see you. Sorry, left MD. Didn't mean to worry you. Good to see you. Yay. Hope your coffee is delicious. I have finished mine. I need more. Oh, man. So we're going to start with health. I apologize because I don't remember this lady's name, this wonderful comedian um, that was on Joe Rogan's podcast. If you guys know her name, please let me know. But Erin Elizabeth Health Nut News on X.com published this. It's been going around for a while this information about uh, Bragg's apple cider vinegar, which we talked about privately on the social red pill. I want to know. I just want you guys to know this. That's something interesting to talk about. I did try to validate this, and it's a convoluted mess, and I couldn't uh, get to the brass tacks on it, but I do think there's something to it. I haven't seen it debunked, per se, <clears throat> so I wanted to just share this video real quick about this apple cider vinegar and we'll carry on from there. A lot of my girlfriends, when they act insane, I act. I ask a couple questions. I'm like, what birth control are you on? And what hair products and makeup are you using? Because you're just putting chemicals in. I mean, your skin's your biggest organ, right? right. And you're just, the amount of chemicals women just put on their bodies, in their bodies. The thing that really freaks me out is even natural remedies are starting to be bought up by these corporations. So, you know, Bragg's apple cider vinegar, uh-huh. Bill Gates bought it. Oh, God. Bill Gates now owns one of the few natural <laughs> healthy tonics we had, and he's putting the apples in it. With oh, the, the appeal? The appeal, the creepy-ass. Oh, what is that? It's like to for Costco apples to stay fresher longer. But what is in it? I would love to know. Ugh. I would love to know. These motherfuckers, they, can, they get stuff out there before anybody's aware that these things mm-hmm. are a problem, mm-hmm. and then, like, years later, you're like, what's in it? Talc asbestos. Yeah. And then you don't find out until later. So it's yeah. like talking about this and just being like, being suspicious about like, should apples last for four weeks? I feel like Bill needs a hug. Like, why are you working so hard? 
I don't think. Yeah. Why are you working so hard, Bill Gates? I forget that comedian's name. If any of you guys know, I know Joe Rogan. I forget her name. Bragg sold out. Make your own. CSL. That's what I was wondering. Uh, SL1972. Good morning. I was wondering, you know, I have Bragg's. I used it the other day in my, uh, my, my bone broth that I made. It helps break everything down, right? Put a little bit in there. Uh, so I still have some. I still use it. I, I you know, I, well, the other option is you either get the less quality bullshit vinegar, non-organic and all that, or you make your own. Really, you make your own. I've never made vinegar before. I've done a little bit of reading on it. But, man, are we going to have to start making our own vinegar now? I mean, vinegar is now completely just you can't can't get good stuff anymore. It's all tainted in some way. Really? vinegar it's supposed to be vinegar it's just vinegar why why are you using appeal apples which have that weird coating on them oh Bragg sold out so yeah it appears to be true um rmu says yep just like they changed the acidic percentage of regular vinegar so beware i heard that too and i thought that was fake but apparently i keep hearing this that the uh, vinegar is not acidic enough for certain applications, such as uh, canning now. So people are making their own vinegar. Oh, good googly moogly. That's the thing, though. You make your own vinegar. How do you know what percentage of acids in it? Like taste, and experimentation. But there are a lot of really great vinegars you can make. You can get creative and make all kinds of vinegar. So that's the cool part about it. Uh, Geez, are we gonna have to do like a vinegar session, a vinegar, a vinegar meeting on social red pill one of these days, a vinegar party? I don't know. I need to do some experiments. Good God, good God, good God. So, should I finish my my Bragg's vinegar, apple cider vinegar, or should I get rid of it? I need. Uh, SL1972 <clears throat> said that they've been making vinegar, making vinegar is super easy. Been doing it for years. Oh, all right. Well, that's encouraging. Yeah, left MD. I know it's just absolutely insane. Uh, looks like Summer is up for a vinegar showdown. That's cool. Thank you, Summer. By the way, we're we're having a. If you guys caught last week's uh, fringe show with Laura Lee Skyfe Skyfe with Laura Lee. Um, it inspired us to have a um, a book event on the social red pill uh, in the book club. We are reading the Lord of the Rings trilogy. If there's any bookworms out there who want to hang out, uh, we've got the book club Lord of the Rings trilogy starting here. Probably I don't know exactly. We don't have a date yet. We're waiting for everybody to get their books. By the way, mine should be here soon, uh, or you, a lot of you probably have it. If you want to join us in reading and interpreting this, uh, it's inspired by by uh, Leanne. Leanne, not Leanne. What's your name? Sorry, maybe it is Leanne. No, Laura Lee. Sorry, <clears throat> sorry, I get her. I got her mixed up with Leanne. No, Laura Lee has a wonderful interpretation of Lord of the Rings. We talked a little bit about it on Friday and a lot about it um, on previous episodes of Fringe, where she came on with Josh. And so we're going to read that. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be a good time. Uh, so you're all welcome to join. That'll be at Social Red Pill, uh, socialredpill.com, our private social network. So I'm looking forward to that with Summer and everybody. It'll be fun. 
Hey, Lisa. Thank you for the donation of four ice cream. Sorry I didn't make it to Zoom last night. I went to bed extremely early. I had um, a remarkable headache last night, and I haven't had a headache like that in so long. And I think it's because I was lacking caffeine yesterday. I had a little bit in the morning, and then I didn't. I got busy. I didn't drink a lot, and I've been just really, really heavy on the, the coffee and caffeine lately. My headache was so horrible, but uh, I ended up making a cup of black tea even though I didn't want to. I made a cup of black tea, sipped on that, and relaxed, and it went away, and I was fine. So, But maybe we'll get together tonight. Um, thank you, Loop to Loop, for the can. So this is kind of perfect. I talked real quick about our book club, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Um, it reminds me of this article I wanted to discuss and by who? By CNN, everybody's fake news website. I like this article, though, because they make some good points, although I think the intentions behind it, behind it aren't uh, great. They talk about loneliness. They said on CNN this morning that the World Health Organization makes loneliness a global health priority with new commission on social connection. It's not just the World Health Organization, by the way. You've also got um, the CDC looking at this and having people appointed to be uh, looking at this. You also have an organization in the UK looking at the same thing. I am skeptical that they have good intentions considering everything else they've done, uh, like pretty much causing the loneliness um, with the pandemic and telling people don't go within six feet of each other, don't hug your grandparents, don't have people over for the holidays. Don't show your face in public. Make sure you breathe in your own filth over and over and over again. Um, they manufactured the loneliness. It affected teenagers greatly. It, it fucked up people's minds. It was horrible. Still is. People are still nuts. Six feet, six feet, and wearing masks. Crazy people, man. Anyway... I think that it's a good thing to keep in mind. Um, loneliness, a global health priority. I don't know how dangerous loneliness is. I know if you're alone for too long, you will go nuts. And there's a lot of elderly people who've lost many of their loved ones, who are losing their hearing, losing their mobility, and they don't want, they just want to be left alone, or at least they think they do, right? Same thing with teenagers. There's teenagers, they just are stuck in this, you know, teenage brain and they think, you know, the world's coming down around them and oh, I'm just going to wallow and stay home and, and be lonely and go crazy. No. So I just want to talk about some of the things that people could do to not be a lonely person. Well, what do I do? I'm not lonely. I do like my alone time. I go fishing by myself sometimes, probably half the time, or crabbing. But even then, I tell you, when you're out doing something, inevitably, you're going to run into people, right? Almost every single time I go fishing, every single time I go crabbing, uh, somebody, unless it's a really bad weather day, uh, somebody comes and talks to me and they say, Hey, what's up? What are you doing? What's going on? Or whatever. Right. Sometimes I run into people I know too. So that's one way to socialize. And, um, 
I go for walks. So I run into people in my neighborhood every time I go for a walk, even if it's just a, hey, how you doing? Most of the time it's just that. But, you know, a lot of the people, they want to have a quick little talk. Hey, how you doing? How's how's your cat? How's the house? What's going on? Hey, did you hear about Stacy down the road? A little gossip, right? A little politics, a little bullshit. Maybe they got a problem they want to tell you about. Who knows? That's some easy socialization. You go for a damn walk. You're going to run into somebody. It's a good time. Also, um, aside from my normal group, right? My normal people that I see every day. If I want a little extra socialization, I could go to the gym. I could go to the community pool. I could go to uh, the community club, the Elks Club. I could go play bingo on a Sunday, which, look, I'm not. Don't put me past playing bingo on a Sunday. I'll go play bingo on a Sunday, and I'm not embarrassed, all right? It's fun. You could talk shit. You can win money. It's a fun time, all right? Also, uh, go to breakfast. I could go to breakfast. I could see the old cronies eating their eggs and their hash browns. I could go sit with them and talk shit and bullshit and, you know, all that. It's good socialization. Uh, I could go on the social red pill. I could jump in the Zoom any night. You guys are hanging out in there. If you're not in there, I could I could call Lisa and be like, Lisa, Lisa, will you come? can you come hang out with me on Zoom? And she probably will. Or on the social red pill, I could say, hey, Zoom party, everybody. Let's go. Let's go. Get in Zoom. Let's hang out. And we'll all hang out digitally, which I think is still not probably the best way to get social interaction. But it's better than being completely alone. And I do think it affects your your psychology, your mentality. It affects your well-being. And it helps us stay on top of different ideas and communicate and all this stuff. I think it's really important. And I don't trust that they're focusing on this. I think they're going to take advantage of the situation and be like, we care about you. We don't want you to be lonely. Why don't you come hang out with these people over here? Yeah, they all have blue or pink hair, but that's just because they're cool, right? I think they're going to try to lull people in and then brainwash them. Uh, they're taking advantage of lonely people who are just looking for a human connection. And that's my idea about what this whole thing is on this focus on this loneliness as a global health priority commission that we're having from the WHO, from the CDC, in the UK, all over. They're focusing on this. Strangely enough, I read the article. They don't offer any solutions except we've put these little things together and uh, that's it and that's that. What are your solutions? I gave you some. They didn't give you any because they're garbage. They're garbage. Anyway. You can't get on Zooms much anymore, Summer. Aw, bummer. Hanging out with the Red Pill fam has been such a lifesaver in the past few years. So grateful for everyone there, for the platform even. Thank you, Summer. Yeah, it's really come through in the darkest times, hasn't it? I mean, that's why we created it in the first place. Um, so anyway, do something, y'all. Don't be lonely. Although, you know, it's nice to be alone sometimes, but you don't want to be alone all the time. You'll go nuts. Anyway, those are my health points for the day. Please, please, please stay active, be healthy, eat good food, all that stuff. Let's move on. We've got some news in Georgia. A lawsuit dating back to 2017 in Georgia regarding alleged 
vulnerabilities in Dominion voting systems machines is set for trial in January, where the plaintiffs will seek to switch from electronic voting machines to paper ballots. This could be how Trump wins Georgia. Well, we'll see. Getting rid of the machines certainly will help, but they're going to say, you know, they'll go to other means of cheating. But it's good news. We see some good news once in a while. Hopefully. I mean, I'm assuming they win the lawsuit, but they may not. We'll see. We shall see. We had President Xi arrive in uh, San Francisco last night, and people are posting this video like, what the hell, man? Where are the... Where are the American flags? Gosh, that's loud. Sorry about that. Gosh, my ears. Yeah, a lot of Chinese supporters out there. <clears throat> They're very excited. There's a lot of red and white. I'm sorry, red and yellow Chinese flags. No American flags. Hmm. Gotta, I, don't, I don't know, man. They really cleaned up San Francisco for Xi, by the way. <clears throat> Um, so this is apparently is important, they say, and I thought I had an article on that. Yeah, the Kremlin says that this uh, meeting here is very important for the entire world, and I haven't heard any news other than he's arrived. Um, so we'll have to just stand by and see what comes out of this meeting, but you have to wonder what the heck is being talked about. This doesn't happen every day. The Kremlin on Wednesday said it would it would follow the high-stakes summit between U.S. President Joe Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping, who are set to meet Wednesday for the first time in a year. The two countries are building bilateral relations. It is their right, Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said, adding that Every meeting of that kind, which involves the world's two largest economies, is important for everybody, uh, for everyone. So we'll see what's going on there. We don't know. We don't know. What will Xi bring to the table? What will Biden say? Who knows? Oh, yeah, Lisa. Yeah, let me know if you watch that. It's really bad. It's really bad, but it's also kind of good. I think you'll like it. All right. Georgia lawmakers who passed uh, the Georgia lawmaker who passed out in the street after a night of drinking is suing the county for firing her. Yeah. Embarrassing video that was put out of her acting belligerent inside of an aid car or um, an ambulance and being just completely belligerent, yelling. Uh, she said she got roofied, but uh, maybe she's just a drunk. We don't know. Um, so, yeah, of course. You know, I bet her lawyers, like, you want to sue the county? Did you see the evidence out there against you? Of course, they might win. They could just say, oh, it's because, well, it's because she's black. It's because she's black and you're racist. And they're going to say, okay, fine, whatever. Um, who knows? I don't know. But yeah, she's suing. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. These people are nuts, man. We had an attack at a hospital in yesterday. The White House came out and says, 
we do not support striking a hospital from the air and we do not want to see a firefight in a hospital but of course that's exactly what we saw was a firefight inside a hospital is what they uh, apparently is what they are putting out there on the internet is it real i don't know i something's going on yes i do believe so the they're talking about hamas using hospitals as armories and hiding their bases near them in them or under them and uh, a lot of people are saying well, we could bomb the hospital because Hamas is there. Never mind all the children and sick people there, too. But Hamas is there. And, you know, to me, the ends justify the means. Well, to me, it doesn't. Um, that's not a hospital. That's a Hamas military establishment. Well, it's also a hospital. And it's a terrible situation. But I don't think the solution is go shoot things shoot at each other in the hospital um but the white house came out and says they don't support it but it's happening and they're funding it and can't we just have peace josh talked about this last night and i could agree with him he says you know he asked me if people have the right to defend themselves or if israel has the right to defend themselves and i said yeah you know anybody everybody has the right to defend themselves for instance if somebody was inevitably going to murder me i could defend myself with any necessary force to prevent that from happening i think the same goes for a country if they are being attacked they could defend themselves proportionately and i think that's important because things can go crazy from there like we saw happen with hamas and israel which by the way so we saw an attack on israel by hamas which ended ended up ceasing uh israel ended up seeking revenge and also seeking the hostages right lots of jews even americans other people or hostages and well they haven't stopped the bombardment so to me it's a little unproportional it seems like they're saying well you fucked up now we have an excuse to go as far as we want with this it's just my opinion by the way maybe i'm totally wrong in this but I just think uh, peace would be nice. Peace would be nice. That's all. Yeah, and there's arguments that can be made, and I, I honestly don't care to argue about it. Hey, thank you, Dave in Britain, for the ice cream. Appreciate I appreciate you very much. Let's move on. Rashida Tlaib. Tlaib, that's such a weird name. Member of, a, is she okay? This is actually like the big breaking story of the morning. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, I don't know how to say her name, I apologize, the squad member. Uh, she's a member of a secret, she's a member of a Facebook group where Hamas terrorists are glorified. She's been a part of this group for six years, according to Fox News. Representative Rashida Tlaib is part of a secret social media group in which its members have glamorized Hamas in its war battle with Israel after the terror group attacked and killed hundreds of innocent Israeli civilians last month, Fox News Digital has found. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we talked about this infiltration, folks. And they give you a lot of examples and uh, stuff. Absolutely crazy, isn't it? Talib. Thank you, yay. Thank you, yay. Talib. I was, you know... Very close, but I appreciate that. 
Uh, onward. Yeah, nobody's surprised here. Facebook. On the internet, huh? Yeah, right. Controversial George Soros-backed Virginia part prosecutor has been ousted from office after final votes counted. This is great news. Um, Buddha Bibaraj has received over $900,000 in backing from Soros since 2019. She's very much more funded than her opponents. And she's gone. She's out of there. You're done. It's good. Good things can happen in the world today still. So let's keep it up. She's from Michigan. Yep. Sorry, yay. Don't worry, yay. We all have a little bit of commie in our states. Some more than others. I don't have any room to talk here in commie Washington, I tell you. This story is breaking. This goes back to mental health. This goes back to social destabilization and crime. And it's a story about eight teenagers who are now facing murder charges over the death of somebody named Jonathan Lewis Jr., a 17-year-old white high school student. He was beaten up. He ended up dying on November 1st near Rancho High School um, in Las Vegas. Uh, there's a GoFundMe. Uh, Jonathan's father claims on his GoFundMe, quote, that one of Jonathan's smaller friends had something stolen by this group of 15, and they threw the small boy in the trash can, and our son confronted them, and he was attacked by them, and he did die. He was murdered. And it's a horrible, horrible thing, a horrible video uh, that exists out there of this beating. I'm not going to show it because we don't need that violence in our... We don't need it, but this is concerning. Uh, the This is a reflection of our culture. You have so much violence circulating on the internet. I think... There's a lot of glorification to fi violence, fighting, and this sort of thing, especially on the internet, some places. There's some places, uh, including x.com. If you get your algorithm screwed up or TikTok, you get your algorithm looking at those things, you're going to be bombarded with violence. And there's some funny, violent things out there. You know, once in a while, somebody gets hit in the head and they pass out and or they, you know, uh, uh, get knocked out. And that could be funny sometimes. It could also it's also very concerning. Uh, some people find it funnier than others. Uh, people getting hurt. Uh, but there are funny circumstances that are uh, that hurt. Right. But I think. I think this is why we see stuff like this happening that the glorification of violence um, and I, maybe it's not just that. I think there's a lot of factors that go into it. It comes down to the households being ripped apart. It comes down to a lot of things, uh, racial stuff as well. We're talking about black and white here and all this. And I think that could come down to it too. I don't know, but it seems like it. Um, and it's just a horrible state of affairs for our country where, Teenagers are murdering each other. 
over silly, silly skirmishes. Really? So horrible. Absolutely horrible. But at least, I mean, all these teams. Bear with me in my back. In back. Test, test, testies, testies. Testing, testing. Uh oh. Bear with me. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that, folks. Um, yeah. I mean, this just goes to show the social destabilization there. I think they should be held accountable. Should all eight be charged with murder? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I. You know. Probably. We need law and order. People will think twice before needless violence if we had a little bit of law and order and accountability. Yeah, charge them all with murder. Yeah, do it. And uh, the justice system will go from there. But not that like, oh, the justice system's so perfect and flawless. No, not really. But come on, we got to do something. This is crazy. Absolutely devastating. Terrible. And this can happen to anybody. This could have happened to you. This could have happened to me. This could happen to our friends. This could happen to our families, our kids, our cousins, our nephews, our nieces. Who knows? This is this is hor horrific. It's a crazy world out there. We have to be careful. Anyway. Um, and onward, I think. Um, we've got... Social destabilization. Speaking of that, you've got the woke, the woke Hollywood type. Is can I is pink pink a Hollywood type? I think so, right? Musician, pink performer, pink. American News reported that Pink plans to give out two thousand banned books at Florida concert. The book bans are a result of Florida's HB 1069, which allows parents to have more oversight as to what is on school shelves. So what's she going to give away? Is she going to give, like, is she going to give away encyclopedias? No. Those aren't banned. She's giving away sexually explicit literature. Banned books. Those banned books. Yeah. According to Rolling Stone, the award-winning vocalist vowed to distribute 2,000 banned books during those dates, uh, November 13th and November 14th, in Miami and Sunrise. Uh, and then she'll be in Orlando on the 18th and 19th. Okay, let's see. Books have held a special joy for me from, uh, from time to time. Uh, I'm sorry, from the time I was a child, and that's why I am unwilling to stand by and watch while books are banned by schools, Pink said in a press release, adding, quote, It's especially hateful to see authorities take aim at books about race and racism and against LGBTQ authors and those of color. Okay, Pink, cuckoo, cuckoo, you're crazy, Pink. Either you're, either you're batshit crazy or you want to groom kids. Either way, Pink, please seek help. Sick, 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 sick. Yes, yeah, 
pornography, pretty much. Yeah, it is pornography. I've seen the pictures of these banned books. Ugh. Sick. Pink is sick. All right. Just, just outrageous. What is going on in Wonderland? We have another person being held accountable for their actions. This was a big debate a week ago. We had a hockey player, Matt Petgrave. Uh, he's been arrested for the death of Adam Johnson, an American hockey player, because, uh, well, Colin Rugg writes here, Johnson was killed after Petgrave's skate slashed his neck during a hockey match. According to the Daily Express, police in England have arrested a man on suspicion of manslaughter in relation to Johnson's death. Yeah, manslaughter. The news comes just hours after Petgrave received a standing ovation at his team's hockey match last night. Johnson's family is livid with the death of their son, says Aunt Carrie Johnson. It was very reckless. I just want them, the police, to get it right. We are looking for justice for Adam, she said. You don't take your leg and kick somebody and cut their throat. I'm sorry. Which, yeah, that's what happened. People are debating on if it was on purpose or if it was an accident. Um, suspicion of manslaughter. I guess they're implying it's an accident here, and they may not see the justice that they're looking for. I think that there's enough of a pattern to make a strong argument towards it was intentionally intentional it was intentional but yeah lisa says race war incoming yeah it's here Lisa. it's here i tell you it's here it's sad very sad onward kind of a slow news day i'll be honest with you guys <clears throat> oregon lawmakers tell governor tina kodak Kotek to call state of emergency over measure 110 three years ago um, three years ago Democrat lawmakers in Oregon published uh, pushed through measure 10 which decriminalized the possession of small amounts of illicit drugs according to the Washington Examiner today lawmakers are asking Governor Tina Kotek Kotek to call a special session to address to address Oregon's drug crisis and repeal the measure. Yeah, they're like, we've gone too far. Why did we do this? Republican Republican legislatures led by state Senate Minority Leader Tim Knopp are leading the push for Oregon to forge a new path forward. Knopp has been joined by the state Senator David Brock Smith, who released the following statement. Measure 10 has failed Oregon, Oregon, Oregonians, and their overwhelming majority want change. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You destroyed your communities with legalizing drugs, just like we did here in Washington State, California, New York. You name it. They're all following the same damn playbook. RMU says, oh, we're not going back now. But, yeah. No kidding. Hopefully we can straighten things out in our cities with our our drug use man it's outrageous it is it is really outrageous i won't go to these highly populated areas because everybody's high and it's just not a place to be um all right we're gonna end with 
this finance article, and then I'll, I'll, I'll first before we get into that, I'll go back to that hockey story. RMU says it happens. It does happen. The last time it happened was like 40 years ago with the skate cutting somebody's neck. Uh, it does happen, but this particular player, I did a little bit of research, and they have a pattern of doing that, lifting your skate up and hitting people. And I don't think that's a normal movement, typically, when you're playing hockey. I think that it's possibly intentional, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I just, I don't know. There's a history there. By the way, I did want to talk about um, the. We talked about violence, and I wanted to mention hockey. I used to love going to hockey games. I used to go to a lot of hockey games, and um, I always had a weird feeling about it. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy watching a hockey game. Uh, I don't watch sports on TV at all. Except I'll watch snooker or uh, I'll watch snooker or you know a game maybe once or twice a year. That's about it, like a football game or something. But mm, even then, probably not. Um, but hockey is really fun to watch. But one thing that I always had a weird feeling about was the violence in hockey. It's exciting, and I've even found myself watching a hockey game being a little bit like, "All right, this is getting boring." Where's the fighting at, right? Like, are we going to see a fight or what? Or a fight happens and you're like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. And you get excited over people fighting. I think that it's, I think that's a very bad thing. And I think it, it's, I think it fuels violence. I think it does. I think it's a bad, I don't think, I think that hockey having that kind of like violent undertone that's kind of expected by all the fans and the players it's the culture it's the hockey culture it really is i think that's a very dangerous thing and i wonder how much does that contribute to violent things like teenagers beating the shit beating somebody to death over some silly argument or other things like this yeah you know it's uh unbelievable maybe that's an unpopular opinion but i think that it's an interesting uh psychological uh, habiting. Vince, I'm going to talk to you about ice hockey. I played. I know you did, Lisa. Let me know tonight. We can talk about it. Let me know. I would love to hear your thoughts from an expert. All right. Um, finance, real quick. One story. We could look at the markets if you want. But Wall Street Silver published this uh, notice or this post on x.com. This is completely fake inflation data when they do stuff like this. Does anybody believe that healthcare costs declined by 34% between October 2002 and October 2023? Thanks to a new method by the Government Bureau of Labor Statistics, it's not your premium they measured. But health insurer profits, factoring in plan differences. Company profits dip, causing the 34%. Highlighted here, health insurance uh, data, minus 34. Uh, this, I, I thought this got, uh, 
I thought it got fact-checked, but apparently not. So, yeah, just more fake data out there when it comes to finance. Nobody's surprised. Let's take a quick look and see how the markets are doing. I do like to see this. I want to see where Tesla is at this morning and everything else. The S&P 500 is up 0.3%. NASDAQ is up almost the same. Um, oils at $77.27. Gold, 1966 Bitcoin surging, 36440 Not that big of a surge, but it's moving up. Target's doing really well this morning. This target is surging after clobbering muted estimates. Let's see where Tesla's at. Curious. Tesla, 244, up almost 3% this morning. Wow. As of now, they've been doing just crazy the last uh, couple days. A uh, few days. All right. Nothing much going on, folks, I'll be honest with you. Let me just check on X, see if anything's breaking or happening, or, you know, should, do we need to take cover? No, we're good. Um, anyway, folks, tune in tonight, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time for the Daily Dose. Watch the shows from now until then if you want. Patriot Party Podcast. Um, what's the other one we have now? James Grunvig, uh, War, War Room, War something. What is it? We've got Unrestricted Warfare with James Grunvig. You can watch that as well this afternoon uh, at um, three, no, 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And before that, Patriot Party Podcast. And before that, we're trying to get Jim Price slotted in here. We're having technical difficulties with figuring this stuff out. But uh, Jim will be on soon. But you can always find him on Facebook or anywhere. Jim Price, that is the Jim Price Show. He'll be here soon. Um, so today is hump day. We'll have a normal after chat tonight after the Daily Dose on the Social Red Pill. I'll stop by. Tomorrow, Josh has his Q&A for members. And anybody who just wants to try it out, you're welcome to hit us up. We'll let you in. Q&A on Thursday, socialredpill.com. And then we're getting right back into Friday again. I'm excited uh, for the weekend. So that'll be good. I'm going to go make more coffee and get on with it. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Make sure you take care of your health. Eat well. Eat good whole foods. Take a walk. Do something for your health. Meditate. Socialize. Pick up the phone if you have to. If you can't find anybody, pick up the phone. You know, go for a walk, do something. It's a good time. You could always come say hi to me tonight on the social red pill if you want. And uh, the red pill family. James is awesome, Lisa. All right. Well, folks, that's it and that's that. If I missed anything very important that you wanted to hear about, you could always tag me over on Twitter or on uh, social red pill. And I'm happy to happy to keep track of what's going on there and see what y'all are saying. Thank you, Dave, again for the ice cream. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you for your support. Uh, if you guys want to uh, prepare, if you want to get gold and silver, if you want to get your health in order with different supplements, you can find all of our sponsors at redpills.tv, our main website. 
You could also find ways to donate, find prior shows. We have a good archive built up there, etc., etc. That's at redpills.tv. But anyway, folks, that's it, and that's that for today. I hope you enjoyed coffee this morning. We'll be back tomorrow. Same bat place, same bat time. Hopefully I don't screw things up and have all these problems and I can be on time. I apologize for today, but we'll be back. and Just keep the ball rolling. All right. See you tonight. See you tomorrow. Let's keep going. Take care. God bless and God speed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.